guys, welcome to the Rooted TCK podcast, where we unpack the pressures of TCK life to grow deeper in faith, friendships, and confidence that God cares about every part of our stories. I'm your host, Michelle Ellis. And I'm your co-host, Colton Schrader. And we just want to thank you for joining us in today's conversation. Hope you enjoy it. Before we jump into our conversation, I just wanted to make sure that you guys heard about the very exciting announcement we made recently. The LAC MK Youth Retreat is finally making its comeback. That's right. We are so excited and we know you guys are too because we haven't met for this in person since 2018. So this retreat is for LACMKs ages 13 through 18. Talk to your parents about it. Mark your calendars for April 12th through 16th. We're going to be meeting in Texas and be on the lookout for more information. We're so excited. We can't wait to see you guys there. Now here's our conversation. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Rooted TCK, and we are excited for you to hear our conversation with Katie Hattinger. She is a TCK from Mexico. Katie, welcome. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for uh, having me. This is so exciting. Yeah, we're excited to have you. So we would love, I guess to kick things off, we would love to hear a little bit about you, where you're from what you're doing these days. I was trying to think mm-hmm. beforehand, we met, would that have been like 2015-ish or before that? Great question. Um, I think <laughs> we had to have met, I think it was actually during summer program of like 2012. Oh, Because I was okay. in middle school on furlough and I went to SOM um, and we went to Eagle, Eagle Rock, yep. right, is it mm-hmm. called? Mm-hmm. And I think you were one of the the chiefs so i'm like yeah. you're you're one of those that i i don't remember the moment we met i just know that i've known you for a long yeah. time yeah yep. like yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah so okay. I, don't, I don't know either i'm trying to think back i'm like <laughs> we're all looking yeah. at each other like when I'm, when did we a meet bit of a mexican a social mexican standoff here yeah you guys can't see what's actually happening what's happening yeah um okay so go ahead and share mm-hmm. with us about yeah where where you grew up what you're up to a little bit about who you mm-hmm. are yeah um well i am a born and raised mk from mexico um my family's originally from cleveland ohio um, and mm-hmm. so, yeah, go Browns all the way. Um, and so my entire life has just been, um, Mexico missions and kind of growing up with that. And then, um, I graduated high school in 2018, um, moved up here for Springfield the day after I graduated, um, oh. to actually work my first summer program. Um, and so I kind of moved up here that summer to start nursing school, um, at Evangel and uh, Cox College, and I've just been doing that since. And I am six months out from being done. Right. And um, yeah, it's been a great, great time. Yeah, a lot of a lot of exciting things, a lot of sad things, a lot of yeah. up and downs, but overall, a lot to be grateful for. So awesome. Yeah, yeah. And so we were talking ahead of time. So you're six months out from being done, done, mm-hmm. but you're how much out until your la- your final final? My final final is three weeks to the day wow. from today. So it's, close. it's, it's right there. Yeah. yeah. It's such a weird time in college because you know, you're so close, but it feels so far away and yeah. it's like, 
but then just wait until it's over too because then it's like you've prepared yourself for this long haul yeah run like mentally and emotionally you're like oh i'm in the trenches like i'm i'm good like i'm gonna make it i can do this and then one day it's just over you're mm-hmm. like wait do i have a degree yeah <laughs> did what i get that yeah like, like what do i do with my time now this is yeah. so weird yeah what yeah. what do you want to do with your free time you know um clean my house oh, is what i want to do yeah, yeah. Okay. um super simple but you know it's a simple thing in life that that just brings little things of joy this is a, a tiny glip, glimpse into how exciting adulthood is because <laughs> yes. we get excited about things like yes. being able to clean yeah so uh future's yeah. looking bright y'all yeah seriously <laughs> the day that i can get my laundry done in one day i will mm. i will celebrate take myself out for some chick-fil-a or something yeah, yeah. you just gotta you gotta go I know you probably are not thinking of doing like a laundromat, but there's a laundromat <laughs> with a Chick-fil-A right across the street. Oh. Sunshine and... Yeah. Is it uh, Campbell? Sunshine yeah. and Campbell? Well, mm-hmm. that's convenient. We didn't have a washer and dryer hookup in my apartment. I had to get an apartment super fast because I had COVID and I was staying with a friend and I was hoping that he, I hadn't given it to him. And so I was like rushing, 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 got into my apartment, like signed the lease and everything, and then looked around and I'm like... There's no washer dryer hookup here. <laughs> so I've been going to this laundromat and eating Chick-fil-A. <laughs> like, it's your routine now. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we yeah, know where to find you. Yeah, if I'm doing laundry, yeah. yeah. That, could yeah. Be, that could be a great, like, missions outpost, you know? Like, do your dirty laundry and come to the Lord all at the same time. There know? are a lot of yeah. very spiritually needy people at the laundromat. <laughs> like, there's always something going down at the laundromat. Yeah. Laundromats are uniquely interesting mm-hmm. places i've found yeah. through my experience in college and mm-hmm. post-college plenty of unique experiences oh, to be had there i've seen yeah. some very interesting things at the laundromat i won't get into details yeah. but uh maybe leave that for another podcast yeah there yeah. we go but uh yeah, yeah. laundromat it's true that would be a great that would be a great little mission field yeah Especially with the Springfield Spice, what Ooh. I like to call it, you oh, know. I mm. That's like a good that way of describing it. it. That. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to use that. Okay. Uh-huh. Very yeah. good. So one thing when I think of when I think of you, um, these past few years in particular, I I think of just how how full your your life is, mm-hmm. and I mean that in a I mean in, in I'm sure there's a lot of great fullness, but mm-hmm. also just the the busy aspect of your of your life um these days so you know how what what does that what how do you even manage just the busyness that your your life entails not just as a student but i mean Mm -hmm. you're you're you are actively working in a hospital Mm -hmm. as well um i know we can't say that you're a nurse yet (laughs) but we're we will very soon yes yeah and so and we all know especially given the the last almost two years even even mm-hmm. not just the implications of working as in a nursing capacity and in a hospital mm-hmm. with COVID and everything. So how have you managed yeah. all of that? That's a really good question. Um, I really admire the fact that you used the term full life. It's a very positive out- outlook. Um, but I would, I would say I take it a day at a time. Um, and that's some advice that I had gotten from family Um, from other nurses who have gone through this process Um, but really just taking it a day at a time and and recognizing that um, you know I can think about what I'm going to do next week and stress about it but if I don't accomplish what I need to get done today it's gonna it's gonna change what my next week looks like 
Um, and I was actually thinking about this a couple days ago of like, man, how have I gotten this far without, you know, being on some Ativan or anything like to help me get me through. Um, and I, I was reminded the Lord, like really just reminded me of the creation story and how every day had its own intended purpose. Um, and at the end of the day, it was good and every day looked different, but every day completed its purpose. And so, um, that, that is how I would describe such a full life is every day has its own unique purpose and, um, just take it a day at a time, focus on what's your priority for the day, accomplish those and then, and then move on and just do it with a grateful heart. I love that. I, and I, I love what you talked about with the, the creation story and how God has been speaking to you that and how each day had its purpose. And at the end of it, that God mm-hmm. said that it was, that it was good. Um, I think that's some, there's, there's a lot to ponder there that even <laughs> when we're done recording this episode, I know I'll be just uh, letting that simmer a little bit. Cause there's, there's a mm-hmm. lot I think that you can unpack there. So what does some of that look like practically for you? You know, because we, we hear people say that of like, mm-hmm. you know, take it one day at a time. So as a student, you know, so easy to be looking at the deadlines. I know that you like planning and mm-hmm. structure. <laughs> and so I can just picture your planner and having all of like your due dates, your assignments, your different things um, that you mm-hmm. need to do. You know, so what are some practical ways that you help yourself like just focus in on that that one day at a time? Yeah. Um, as funny as it sounds and all the parents are about to to say amen to this, I start by making my bed every day. You would, you would be surprised <laughs> at um, what kind of a mindset just something as simple as making your bed or cleaning your room does for you. Like it kind of just sets the stage for your day. Um, yeah. And it's a minor victory, but it really, it really means a lot. Mm. Um, I have found, and this is going to make me sound like a grandma, but I have found the joy of um, waking up an hour earlier than I need to and cleaning my kitchen and like getting my dishes done and making sure that my food is you know clean and ready for the day and my meal is packed and then and then after that kind of helps me wake up and then after that I you know I will read or I'll start getting ready for my day Um, so definitely start your day with some some minor victories yeah Um, but Um, it's, I also try my best to, um, incorporate whether it's worship music, praying, Mm -hmm. um, listening to the Bible app, like in the morning, like I just, I try to do something to kind of get me into that mindset. Um, and it's not, it's not something that happens every morning. Um, you know, mornings can get away from you, but it's just little routines that I try and, and keep in my daily my morning schedule because mm-hmm. um, that really does set the stage for the, what your day is going to look like. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's really good. And I've, I've read, too, about that, you know, about people who are successful in life, however you want to define mm-hmm. successful, you know, that doesn't necessarily – it's not limited to, like, monetary success. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they, they develop these patterns and these habits where – from from the start of their day they are being Mm -hmm. intentional on on having those small victories because it does make you feel good it makes you feel accomplished even if it's you know the two minutes it takes to to make your bed um and it it kind of creates a place for you to propel yourself forward to to have more victories um and so i 
I, I want to talk too a little bit more about, you know, talking about the busyness. And you said, you know, in the morning you try to just posture your heart into mm-hmm. the right place by turning on some worship music, mm-hmm. um, the Bible app, maybe the Rooted TCK podcast mm-hmm. when appropriate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Just a little, quick little plug there. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> but that should never replace your Bible reading. Yes, uh, include that as like a, the fine print yeah. we are uh, we are a supplemental uh a supplemental experience <laughs> yeah um but but even then in those busy busy seasons it can mm-hmm. be so hard i know even as i look back over my own life some of those busy seasons where i've i've sometimes struggled to figure out like okay where there's just certain things that you can't cut out of your life you know if you're a mm-hmm. student if you're working towards becoming a nurse and the hours you have to put in so those are, are things that can't always be cut out because those are the things God is calling you to do. And there's stewardship and preparation and education. Yeah. Um, so so it's it's a challenge sometimes to figure out like how, how do I prioritize and steward my relationship with the Lord in those busy seasons? So what has that looked like for you? Yeah. And what can you speak to about that? Um, if, you know, if you would have asked me this question a year ago, um, I would not have been able to answer it honestly. Um, I, the Lord has really taught me a lot this year about, um, giving myself the grace that he has given me. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, with, as far as like my relationship with the Lord, um, I used to be, you know, so black and white about it that I have to read my Bible for an hour every morning. And if that didn't get done, I would get so hard on myself and that would just ruin my day. And then I would never get it done. And then the next day I would wake up in a funk and, just it would just be a bad snowball um and so um the lord has really been teaching me this past year of like look i called you to be a nurse um and with that calling comes a season of preparation and i know that you were going to be busy and i and i know that you were going to be in this season that's super stressful and it's going to take up all your time um and instead of getting mad at you, I'm going to sustain you. Mm. Um, and what I've seen him do is the seeds that I've planted in my life or the seeds he has planted in my life. Um, through those times of reading my Bible in the morning and praying and, and the daily routine, um, I'm seeing how those seeds are carrying me through now. Um, and there, I'm seeing the fruit of that even when it when my days don't always consist of having that time with the Lord. Um, now that's not to say, you know, don't intentionally go a day without the Lord, like make time for it, but just know that there's grace. Um, and that the work that you have put into it, it's gonna, it's gonna pay off and it's going to be fruitful. Um, and he sees you, he's like, he sees what you're going through. Um, that was, that was probably my theme of like this summer was, um, he sees me in my situations. He sees me in my, um, my task for the day, you know, what I need to accomplish. Um, and he's just, he's going to sustain me through that. Yeah. So, you know, we talked a little bit before we were recording too. I, I think that's so, so good and so helpful. One reevaluate, how am I viewing God in this moment? Cause sometimes when we, we feel all this guilt and the shame mm-hmm. that then can lead to a perspective on God of God, that's not accurate, you know, because we see him as this person who's, you know, pointing the finger at us of, well, you didn't spend time with me today. So I'm turning my back on you for the next week or something. And so we can just feel so much guilt and we, we put all this pressure Mm -hmm. on ourselves. Yeah. When really God, 
God is there with, with open arms and he, he does invite us in and he wants to spend time with us. Absolutely. But there, there is that grace for the days we forget. There's that grace for the days that we, we just got too busy. It's almost like the difference between thinking about like reading your Bible as, um, or, or like quiet time as like giving time to God instead of spending time with God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because, you know, like giving time to someone is the equivalent of like what you do at work or at school, Mm -hmm. right? Like I'm giving my time to the school because it's a responsibility that I have. Um, Spending time with someone is what you do with a friend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it's what you do with someone that you love, someone that you care about. It's what you do with your family. It's what Mm -hmm. you do with, you know, people that you love. And so, yeah, I think there's an interesting reframing of perspective that happens there where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, am I, am I like just like giving my time away to God because it's some responsibility that I have, which is not necessarily to say that that's always wrong. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes mm-hmm. your relationship with the Lord is work, you know, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah. not saying that that's wrong to when you, you know, uh, to make the decision to give time to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and to work on that relationship and, and to actually like give it the light of day and, and put an emphasis on it in your life. But also like, you know, I think in terms of wanting it too, there's a, mm-hmm. you're going to want it more when you view it like, oh, I'm going to spend time with God. And I'm not just expecting that this is going to be a time where I'm giving of myself entirely, but like also that I'm going to receive from him. Mm-hmm. And not in like a consumeristic way, but in this reciprocal back and forth relational way where mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm spending time with him and he's spending time with me yeah, and I'm yeah. receiving out of that. And what I give is given back to me and vice versa. And it's like this, this mutually edifying experience. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, but yeah, I think that's, that's an interesting, that's just the image that I was getting of yeah. like, mm-hmm. okay, am I like giving my time away and then shutting myself off to receiving what the Lord has to give back to me? Yeah. Because that's a really quick way to burn out in your quiet yeah. times. Yeah. Because like, if you're not like, you're supposed to be edified through yeah. that time. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be encouraged. You're supposed to be built up. And it's not to say that you're always going to feel warm and fuzzy, but yeah. like there's that, you know, that element of like, are we coming into this with a reciprocal expectation that the Lord is pouring into me and that this is a relationship where he is spending time with me the same way that I'm spending time with him. Like, Oh, okay. That makes it something that that's a different value proposition. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's easy to see our relationship with the Lord as an obligation more than a relationship. Yeah. Um, and that can, we can easily disguise it as, you know, structured, it's yeah. a structured relationship or, yeah. um, you know, it's, I do this to please him, um, which there's, I fully believe there's times to, to, to please the Lord. Yeah. Um, but if you really, I've had to learn that viewing my relationship with the Lord, the same way I kind of view my relationship with my earthly dad, um, shout out to my cattinger. Um, <laughs> you know, I can go, I can go a week without texting or calling my dad and I still know that I'm his daughter, yeah. that he loves me, that yeah. I love him, that, you know, we would do anything to make sure we're both okay. You know, mm-hmm. we'll take care of each other. Um, so just approaching the Lord that way of, 
yeah you know i'm his daughter or i'm his That's son really good. um and he's gonna love me no matter what and yeah i choose to love him yeah so and at the same time there's also an understanding there that like if you go a long time without texting your dad yeah he might be calling you up yeah <laughs> and even calling you out a little bit you know yeah. what I mean? but it's not usually this like punishment that we right. do with god it's like when you go a couple weeks without texting your dad it's like yeah hey where you at yeah are you <laughs> why okay you, why don't you give me a call yeah. Yeah. Like, let me know how you're doing are you alive you yeah know? Like, and there's an element there of like okay you're right yeah i didn't yeah. know i didn't yeah. give you yeah the amount of time that you deserve yeah. yeah yeah and it's like that's not a punishment that's like okay all right this week i'm going to yeah like i'm, yeah. I'm gonna give you time yeah. And yeah. Sometimes my dad will call me like at the most random of times, like on a Wednesday at three or a Saturday <laughs> at 11, like yeah. the most random of times. And he'll just say like, I just missed talking with you and oh. I just miss hearing your voice. And yeah. that's such a beautiful image of the father. Like, yeah. like you said, sometimes he just prompts us through yeah. the Holy Spirit. He just misses us. Yeah. He loves us. He wants to spend time with us. So back when I was a, a women's counselor at a, a shelter, I I would have very small windows of time for myself, you know, Mm -hmm. where I could just, just relax or I could put on a show and just, just sit and not be needed Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, by anyone. And there were times in that where I would just sense the Lord put on my heart of like, come spend time with me, you know? And in those moments at first it was like, oh, I just want to watch a show for 30 minutes. You know, I just want to like turn off my brain for a little bit and not think, But at the same time, one, I knew, I mean, in every season, we need the Holy Spirit. And Mm -hmm. in that season, I knew how, how vital it was to make sure that I was spending time with the Lord so that as I was counseling my residents, that I would have hope from the Lord to give to them. Mm -hmm. And I I think even that is just one of kind of going along with what you're saying of your dad being like, I miss you. You know, (laughs) I, I would take it as like, how how sweet that the lord was like i want to spend time with you come back to me you know and so i i was very intentional on like okay i'm just gonna close my laptop and i'm i'm gonna spend time with the lord because he has something to say and i i want to be obedient when i hear hear the holy spirit nudging me i just think what you said that's really just such a a beautiful picture of god's heart he he does love us and he is kind and he wants to spend time with us Um, and I, I think too, you know, hearing some of this really the, the like development of the Christian life is, you know, we, we obey the Lord and we spend time with him because we love him. Mm -hmm. It might start out the opposite way of, you know, I, I like God, you know, I, I believe he exists. I don't really know him, but I'm going to read my Bible to know him. You know, I Mm -hmm. see my parents do it. I, I hear the other missionaries do it. I go to church and you know, my church friends do it. So I, I want to love God the way that they love God. So mm-hmm. maybe it starts out that way, but it, it develops into, I, I want this, you know, and I want to obey the things that he's calling me to do out of an overflow of the love that, that I have for him because he loves me. Yeah. And I think that's in those busy seasons, that's another thing you talked about God sustaining you, mm-hmm. you know, of that's another element that helps us to be sustained because it's my, my time may be so small, but I have an overflow of love for the Mm -hmm. Lord that I don't want to miss out on that time. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, one of the thoughts that I have 
listening to this conversation and looking to at the old the alternative kind of the the flip side of things mm-hmm. it's like what do we do um what do we do to combat artificial busyness because mm-hmm. we have like we've we've talked and we talked even kind of a little bit with chloe too about this and her experience with nursing and the crazy schedule and, and the back and forth and like and not always knowing when you're going to be in, in, you know, at work and when you're not going to be at work and every week's different and some weeks you're on third shift and some weeks you're not or whatever, you know, it's like, um, what do we do when we become so used to the real busyness that when we have free time, we artificially create busyness? Mm, yeah. How do we create within ourselves healthy habits and discipline to make space mm-hmm. um and you know during those times when it's like yeah maybe i'm actually not as busy as i keep saying i remember like i was last week and now i'm telling people i'm busy but i'm really not busy this week but i'm kind of like acting like i'm as <laughs> yeah. busy as i was last week because that's like the frame of mind that i'm in there's an element of that where it's like almost like a it's almost like a little bit of a PTSD type thing where it's like, <laughs> I was so busy last week and I haven't fully recovered from it. And so I'm going to, I feel like I'm busy this week, but I'm not. What do we do to combat that, yeah. you know, to, to create discipline in ourselves and to create space to breathe Yeah. at the times when we don't have to be busy, but we're acting busy, Yeah. you know, because one... that's something I see in myself too. Sure. Yeah. That's a really good question. Um, one of the things that nursing school has taught me. Um, that I wish I would have learned sooner um, is in moments like that of creating artificial busyness is there's three things I have to be aware of. Um, The first is what are my priorities? Because Mm. if you cannot approach your day without a set priority, that's like, what are you working towards? You know, Mm -hmm. what is that day going to be like? And everything Um, can become a priority if you don't know what your priorities are. (laughs) Right. It takes time to, to think about that and, and, you know, I personally believe like going to the Lord with it because he yeah. will reveal that to yeah. you. Yeah. Um, so pr- setting your priorities, um, knowing your own boundaries, mm-hmm. um, I have found is a huge one um, because you can you can set up busyness within your life, within your boundaries mm-hmm. and then know what fits and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third is is knowing your biggest distractions mm. because that will that will add a bunch of artificial busyness that yeah. doesn't need to be in your life. Um, distractions from relationships that matter, um, distractions from your priorities, distractions from um, the little victories in life, yeah. um, mm-hmm. distractions from even taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. you know, getting to bed on time, um, yeah. you know, eating healthy, getting some movement in. Yeah. Both nurse and me coming out. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Those, those three things I've, I've had to learn um, to recognize and to implement. And I wish, especially on the mission field, I wish I would have known about that sooner. Because yeah. um, I think being aware of of the opportunity that um, TCKs have, not just the kids, but also the parents, um, being aware of those opportunities and also being aware of these, these three things, I yeah. think, man, the Lord is just going to do so much with that yeah. awareness. Yeah, there's a, it makes me think about, um, I was, I I think I tend to reframe things going back to like 
getting a degree in business management and mm-hmm. thinking about like how teams work and, and individuals mm-hmm. within teams. That's just kind of the way my brain is wired. But thinking like it makes me think too about like coaching and brand identity and, and like your vision and your mission statement and all these different things that like it takes a lot of time to figure out what an organization's values are. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of organizations that think that they've like identified that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like this unspoken thing. Like everybody knows what our values are. It's like, no, they don't. They don't. You know, you think that they do. And then you go ask someone in your organization, what are our values or what do we think about this? Or mm-hmm. And they can't give you an answer or they can't give you a, a, a clear answer at least. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, how do we prioritize this, this brand identity or essentially like the values, the things that we, like you said, like that we prioritize in in our organization, the things that, that really make us tick or that are important to us to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it takes a lot of time when you actually go through the process of creating a real vision or mission statement and, and, a, and a brand identity, all these things like you have to go through this big coaching process and like answer all these questions and write things down and actually put words on paper that say, this is what I believe. This is what we're trying to accomplish. These are the numbers that um, that have to happen if we're going to make that work. You know what I mean? It's like there's an element where I think people view that sometimes as as being overly mechanical. Mm-hmm. But if you can't identify those things clearly, then then you're limiting yourself on the amount of freedom that you're able to have in the future. Mm-hmm. Because the clarity with which you identify those things, that will determine what you're able to accomplish in the future. And the freedom that you're going to have once you can complete those goals and move on to other things yeah Mm -hmm. you know and so it's like it makes a lot of sense you know when you think about it like writing things down and I've been using and I I need to get better about this but I've been using lately just like the reminders app on my phone a lot more Mm -hmm. just because it's like you know there's so many things like oh okay well I'll remember to do that or I'll remember to do that and it's like okay no and I've got them organized you know from like most (laughs) most important to least important And I have each day with a time slot and the amount of time that I want to dedicate to that task Mm -hmm. highlighted and, you know, put in my phone with this is the amount of time that I want to put towards this. And since I've been doing that, it helps me to be like, like you said, when I'm sitting down on my couch after like a day of work, like, okay, I'm tired. I want to watch Netflix. You know, it's like, okay. Mm -hmm. And then you you go to turn it on. My phone (laughs) pops up with a little like edit the root of TCK episode five or like, you know, <laughs> like, but well, even then it's like, you know, I, I have them and thankfully Michelle is really organized and on top of these things. Cause I'm not naturally, but having those things like written down, physically written down in a list mm-hmm. and I can look at them and be like, Oh no, you're right. I did have this time slot for that. And it's like, all right. And then when I finish that, I have the ability to relax, you know, yeah. but mm-hmm. until I've, until I have done what needs to be done, accomplished what needs to be accomplished, it's like, oh. Yeah. You can um, maybe trick your brain into thinking that you're relaxing, but there's always going to be stuff going on in the background. Yeah. Well, yeah. What I'm hearing from both of y'all is that, I mean, really what this is, it's, it's setting yourself up for a success, you mm-hmm. know, and especially in those busy, busier seasons, you know, that's something that we really need to be thinking of, you know, as we're going into that of like, okay, I know, I know my schedule is going to be full. I know I'm going to have just a lot of commitments. There's going to be a lot of sacrifice as well. So how can I set myself up for success going in, you know, and, and there is, there is a degree of organization and planning and, you know, reminders and keeping track of things and writing things down that are all a part of that, you know, Mm -hmm. and that we all have to 
learn at some point um you know and especially in in career development and professional development that Mm -hmm. in a in a job you're going to have to have these skill sets um and so that's i think you know going back to your original question and and katie's answer um of you know those three different things and and your response to that you know that's that's what it boils down to is thinking through how do i set myself up for success in this Mm -hmm. season you know and again it may come with sacrifice it may come with things that don't seem fun at the start Mm-hmm. But I, I think are, is, is an important practice to develop. Um, and I, I think something that gets overlooked, especially here in the States um, and with how culture operates here, especially in the workforce, um, is just we, we, even in the church, we don't prioritize a Sabbath. And I think that's something that that is so important for us as believers and you know, the, the Lord designed us to rest and that's okay. And mm-hmm. I think that even that is such a beautiful demonstration of faith, you know, same, same concept as tithing, you know, we, we give our first 10% to the Lord, mm-hmm. um, because we trust that he can do more with that 10% than we could with the full 100. And it's, it's that same mm-hmm. idea of, you know, I'm going to take this, this 24 hours and I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to intentionally Sabbath. And that's not, I'm going to watch shows and binge shows for the next 20, because that's not restful. You know, it's this like pseudo rest. It's this false sense of rest, Mm -hmm. but to actually, you know, one, spend time, intentional time with the Lord during that time, but also do things that, that give you life, you know, whether it's go outside or work on a craft or, you know, whatever, you know, read, um, but just take spending time with people, all of those things, you know, and it's that act of faith of, okay, I'm going to trust the Lord to do more with my five or six days <laughs> or my, my one day. What, what is it that I'm saying? You're going <laughs> to, yeah, Are yeah. You, the one day that you yeah. give to him, he's going to do more than yeah. the one day you keep to yourself. Yeah. yeah. I don't have to strive and I don't yeah. have to, you know, grind, you know, six, seven days out of the week. And I, I understand cause I've, I've been in those seasons too, where your circumstances don't necessarily always allow for it. Mm -hmm. There are those seasons, Mm -hmm. but even just finding those pockets, you know, of, of intentional rest, Mm -hmm. but especially intentional rest in the Lord, because he does give us the strength that we need. Yeah. Yeah. And setting goals doesn't have to be robotic, Mm -mm. you know, like it doesn't like to be clear that like, yeah, we, we, you know, even with, with our friends, you know, it's like, okay, I'm giving Friday to my friends. Like we're, I'm going to be with them that day. And it's like, okay, we we're okay with doing that with our friends, setting aside that time where we're going to have fun and recharge. Um, and that's like, there's this understanding that that's just the way that it works, you know? And then when it comes to the Lord, it's this responsibility of like, yeah, mm-hmm. all right, I have to give this to you. So here you go. You know, yeah. like, here's 30 minutes. There's a big difference between saying I'm setting aside 30 minutes to recharge in my relationship with the Lord than there is mm-hmm. to say like, I'm giving up 30 minutes. <laughs> like, yeah. I, like yeah. there really is like a mental, a mental and emotional kind of switch that you got to flip in your brain to say, okay, no, this is, this is also for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I, I think that sometimes, cause for me, I'm, I tend to be much more like fly by the seat of my pants. Like, just very, I don't know, more 
like I, I'm not as structured. Um, and I know that about myself. I try to be, but I think that it's easy to think like, oh, being structured is to be less creative or is to be uh, like, I'm, like I'm limiting myself if I like mm-hmm. put boundaries on it, you know? And I, I've had to kind of get over that in some ways. I think that there's definitely, there's a piece that comes with that, yeah. that time of like, okay, like I'm giving this, I'm, I'm giving this to the Lord and to myself because I need it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And so one of the things my dad did that I really, I appreciated when I was younger, but I appreciate a lot more now, mm-hmm. um, was when we were itinerating, we would always, uh, we'd be, you know, we had music on in the car or something whenever we were driving to a new service. And he would stop the music and say, um, for the next five minutes, we're all going to pray in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I know that this is kind of a little bit of a controversial thing and not everyone's going to agree with us or the way that my family did it. And that's okay. I'm not, this isn't me saying that you have to practice it this way, but for our family, that's what we did. You know, we would, we would pause the music, everything would turn off and everyone in the car uh, from, from my youngest sister to, you know, to, to my oldest sister, all of us, we're all, you know, everyone's engaged. And for five minutes we would pray in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And it was this like refocusing of, you know, like, like we're here to do something and, mm-hmm. and we need this small period of time to set our sights on what the real priority is for today. And that's that like, we're on mission and we need God's power and mm-hmm. we need his love and we need his wisdom and so for the next five minutes, that's what we're going to press into. Yeah. And, uh, and it was like a really simple practice, but it, it taught me that, that structure of like, all right, like, Lord, what do I need today? Like, and I understand now that, that there needs to be that, prepar- that, that preparatory kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, we're, I'm, I'm going to take this time and it's going to, to build in me through my relationship with the Lord, what I have to have to succeed today. Yeah. You know, and kind of going off of that, um, I feel like this is something a lot of MKs feel TCKs feel, um, is, is the labeling kind of growing up, you know, you're like, Oh, you're the MK from Mm -hmm. here. You know, even the questions sometimes that we get that put labels on us, um, kind of with Colton's story is, is sometimes that translates over into our relationship with the Lord. And we start to see our relationship, our identity as a Christian more as a label and not as a lifestyle. Yeah. And when we, when we get distracted by that, it becomes something that becomes a responsibility and obligation of a label is something that has to be satisfied. It has to sell. It has to this and this where in reality it's, our relationship with the Lord is much more, it changes the way we live. It changes the way we think. Um, and you know, simple practices kind of like Colton was just talking about emphasize the fact that, you know, in Christ, we, we are a new creation and anything of old is past and in him we are new and we are redeemed. Um, and there's, there's a sense of freedom that comes with that and regardless if you're in a busy season if you're in a stressful season if you're in a season of rest um don't forget that like you're you have you're a new being right um your lifestyle is your life is has a higher calling yeah um and 
Chloe and I, um, she, I mean, she carries so much wisdom, but one thing I've learned from her, um, as she's an MK herself too, is, you know, as a nurse, um, as a future nurse in my case, um, I'm more than just a Christian nurse. Mm -hmm. I'm a nurse who's a Christian. Mm -hmm. And I think when you really think about it, that perspective really changes a lot because it fuels your purpose for what you're called to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I kind of lost my thought. Yeah. You know, and I, I think with all of this, you know, we, we've talked about, um, you know, just, just spending time with the Lord as an overflow out of the love that we have for him. And sometimes that, that can be, that can be hard, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think with all of these things of the busyness and all, all that we're trying to figure out, of how to hold on to our faith in these busy seasons, you know, that can even be a prayer of ours of like, Lord, help me to mm-hmm. help me to love you more. Help me to want to spend time with you. Help me to remember <laughs> to spend time with you. Help me yeah. to love reading your word. You know, these are all those, those are things that the Lord wants to grant you. He mm-hmm. wants to answer those prayers, you know? So I think those are, if you don't know where to start, maybe even just start, start with that you know, and let that be a continual prayer for you. Yeah. Thank you for, I mean, just the sharing your wisdom, I think on the busyness of life and how to prioritize your relationship with Christ. And and also there's not a lot of clear, I think, you know, Katie gave some really, some really clear points on, on how to, how to prioritize your relationship with Christ in busy seasons. But then like even moving forward, into the rest of the conversation, I know there's not a ton of super clear answers here today, but yeah. you know, this is just an example of how we're all stumbling through. We're all figuring it out. Figuring yeah. out, you know, yeah. as we go, that life is a is a constantly changing yeah. dynamic, and mm-hmm. uh, and we learn as we go, and we become more wise through the power of the Holy Spirit and and yeah. the presence of God in our lives, and um, and so thank you, Katie, for for stumbling through those yeah. questions and. <laughs> And, uh, and, and for putting a priority on relationship with Jesus and, and, uh, the value that that brings to our, to our daily lives. And so thanks for, for talking. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys for such good questions. Yeah. So our (laughs) final question, and, and I actually, just to give you a moment to prepare something I've been thinking as we've been coming to a close is I'd actually love after we ask our fun little question to you, Mm -hmm. if you could actually just say a quick prayer for our MKs and for our listeners, Mm -hmm. um, especially for those who are in busy or stressful times of life that Mm -hmm. the Lord just meet with them and help them and encourage them the way that he's encouraged you. Um, but before we get there, (laughs) so that way you have a a moment (laughs) to prepare, but we ask all of our guests what their, if, if they have a bucket list country or experience in LAC and what your, what would yours be? Hmm. That's a, that's a really good question. Um, I can't choose one, but I can choose two because sure. I am the world's most indecisive person. Um, either, and this is so specific, um, either rafting down the Amazon River in Brazil, um, nice. turned into a camping trip. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, or, that would be cool. yeah, or um, like hanging out with the penguins down in you know, the very Southern part. I don't know. Is that Argentina? Chile Argentina down there? and Chile. Yeah. I have to dig are, into my yeah. geography. Patagonia. Yeah. yeah. You could go to but, either side. Yeah. She, she doesn't even know. I don't, well, I don't know when these, the, 
these episodes or what order they're coming out in. Yeah, we but, don't know. But uh, but she, Katie, did not talk with Austin because that's literally oh, the, no. the exact thing that he said was like hanging out with penguins. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I I can find uh, pictures from from the park that I went oh, to in Argentina yes. where you're just wandering around with the, the little penguins yeah. right there. Oh my gosh. But um, thank you so much yeah. again. And if you don't mind, just closing us in prayer for our MKs, yeah. that the Lord be with them and strengthen them. Absolutely. Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, we, um, first of all, are so thankful for this opportunity to come together and um, have such godly community, um, Lord, whether it's with friends, listening with our family, um, for such godly conversation, Lord, that edifies the spirit, that honors you. Um, Lord, it's a great blessing to be able to um, share in the joys that you reveal to us. Um, Lord, right now I pray specifically that your spirit would strengthen um, everyone who listens to this podcast, but Lord, specifically the people who are going through a season of busyness, um, who are very stressed out, worried, um, panicked, Lord, overwhelmed right now. Um, I just pray a a spirit of peace over them. Um, And Lord, I just ask that in in this season, the truth of who you are, um, the truth of your word, the truth of your Holy Spirit would fill them, would meet them right where they are at. Lord, that they would not have to feel like they have to strive or perform um, or have to accomplish a million things in their day to please you, Lord, but that they can just rest in knowing Um, that we are loved, that you have loved us enough to go to the cross for us. Lord, we are so grateful for um, your steadfast love, for your grace, for your forgiveness, Lord, and for your guidance in our life. Um, I pray that we would take every day at a time, Lord, that we would um, just not be discouraged by all this world throws at us, but we would rest assured that you are our Lord. We love you and we thank you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thanks again, Katie. We love you. And TCKs, we love you guys. So we hope that you enjoyed this conversation. We will be talking to you again soon. Ciao. Ciao.